BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, now that I'm writing this, I can see how strange it is that I've had my dog for almost 31 years, but when you live with something every day of your life, it's kind of normal, you know? I mean, sure, it crossed my mind here and there that, hey, how come Snoop is 20, 24, 26 years old? But I never gave it extensive thought. Good nutrition and daily exercise is what I'd say and move on. It wasn't impossible, right? Snoop's always been with me since day one. I was born on August 10th, 1985, and my parents got him on August 9th, about 12 hours before I was born. They wanted me to grow up loving animals, so they got me a best friend from the start. He was the best dog in the world, and I know everyone says that about their animal, but mine really was. He never left my side, and I took him everywhere I could. I even brought him to the US when I moved here from Montenegro. Some of my ex-girlfriends weren't thrilled that I was so close with Snoop, but since he's been my buddy from the day I entered this world, he was always my priority. Not only was Snoop always available for infinite cuddles and 24-7 games of fetch, but he also got me out of a few strange situations. I remember one day about 19 to 20 years ago, I was mowing the lawn outside my parents' house, and a man walked up to me. He wore a black suit and a nice hat, so he looked legit to an 11 year old me. He talked to me about Star Wars, which I loved obsessively, and told me that he had a huge collection in his van that was parked just down the street. Normal looking man plus Star Wars toys equaled me throwing everything my parents drilled into my brain about strangers right out the window. I was about three feet away from entering this man's van when he turned to me, his face pale as a ghost. He then violently turned back around, ran into his van, and sped away like a madman, without saying so much as a word. I stood there confused for a second, and when I shrugged and turned to go back home, I saw Snoop standing right behind me. He didn't bark, but he still must have scared the nice gentleman who was going to show me his toy collection. I was mad at Snoop for startling the man, but he was my best buddy so I forgave him right away. Let me think if I can remember more situations where Snoop helped me. Oh yeah, I remember a strange one when I was 19 or 20. I went camping with a couple of buddies. You know, beer, lots of meat to grill, that kind of deal. Of course, I took my dog with me. 
Everyone loved him and he loved the woods as well. On the last night of camping, my buddies went to look for some wood to light a fire, and I went on a stroll to the river. Snoop was sleeping in my tent so I didn't take him. He was such a good dog, I was never afraid of him running away. When I got to the river, it was getting pretty dark. I got close to the water to see if I can gauge how deep it was, and I heard footsteps behind me. I turned and saw this maybe 11 or 12 year old little girl standing behind me. She was kind of out of place looking, wearing a nice black dress in the middle of the woods. I asked her if she was lost, and she told me that she was. Apparently she wandered away from her parents' tent, so I helped her look, basically just following her around the forest. Just when I started thinking I may end up having to call the forest rangers, she turned to me with a smile and said that she could see her family tent in the distance. We walked up to a large black tent that I thought was empty because, well, it was perfectly quiet and also I assumed her parents were out looking for her. However, when she opened the tent, I saw a man and a woman sitting inside it, smiling at us. I thought it was very strange that they were also inappropriately dressed for camping, and a man wearing what looked like a black sport coat, dark turtleneck, and black jeans, and a woman with a long black cocktail dress sitting on the ground. When the kid got inside the tent, the man finally spoke in a cheerful voice and insisted that I get in and have a drink with them since I found their daughter and they were so worried about her. And although I found everything kinda odd, I went for it. Hey, I was never good at saying no. Right as I started stepping inside the tent, I heard whining behind me. Snoop stood some five feet away, whining and looking very disturbed. I'd never seen him act like that. I stepped out of the tent and as I walked towards Snoop, I heard the man yell for me to come back inside. I still chose my dog, as I always do. When I knelt by Snoop, I thought it was weird that I couldn't hear a thing coming from the tent, or that none of them would come out. All of this was a bit too much for me, so I just yelled that I had to go back to my camp, and my dog and I left. Snoop started wagging his tail as soon as we were walking away, and I was happy that my best friend was cheerful once again. Another time a few years back, I was driving around town with Snoop in a passenger seat. That was kind of our thing, riding around and letting him look out the window as we passed the world. It started getting dark so I turned and headed home. When we got near our house, I noticed a car parked on the side of the road with all lights off and smoke coming from under the hood. In front of it stood this girl, dare I say attractive girl, who I barely noticed because she was dressed in black and it was already so dark. I don't know much about cars, but I felt inclined to help, so I pulled over. Snoop became very restless, jumping from seat to the floor and back. I told him to relax and I got out the car, leaving him inside. The girl seemed very relieved that I pulled over. I told her I didn't know much about cars. Well, I knew nothing about them, but that I had some flares to get to her so she would at least be visible to other drivers. She thanked me as I handed her the equipment. She then asked me to take a look under the hood anyways, and again, despite me being terrible at cars, I had a hard time saying no. Plus, the girl was really good looking. As I got close to her car, Snoop started acting really strange. 
He was now scratching at the window and whining. I told the girl to wait a second because I wanted to let my dog out, but she grabbed my hand and asked to just look at her engine first. Again, I put Snoop in front of everyone else, so I just smiled and walked back to my car and opened the door. He jumped out so quickly, I thought he'd hurt himself. He was already over 24 years old, and his joints weren't what they used to be. When I turned my attention back to the girl, I was really surprised to see her driving away, with the hood still lifted and smoke still coming out of it. Huh? I thought. I guess she fixed it. Whatever. I didn't give much thought, really. I just picked up my flares and got back into the car, with Snoop wagging his tail right next to me. Finally, and I'm starting to notice a pattern here now that I write this. Last strange situation I can remember happened about a year ago. Snoop was feeling a bit under the weather. I mean, he was almost 30 after all, so we were just hanging out in our front yard. We live in a quiet suburb where nothing happens. Kids were riding bikes on the street while my best bud and I relaxed by the blow-up pool in the yard. I heard a loud crash followed by crying coming from the street. When I looked up, I saw a kid crying by his bike. I walked out on the street, leaving Snoop in the yard since he wasn't feeling well. He was whining, but I wanted to quickly check on the kid. I asked the boy if he was okay, and he rolled up his black pants to show me his bleeding knee, and I saw that his dark shirt was also torn up in a few places. He asked me if I could take him home, which was just around the corner. Of course I could. I walked with him, and when we got in front of his house, he asked me to come in. I'm not the one to enter strangers' houses, especially with the kid, so I thanked him and started walking away. Then, the door opened and his mom came out. She was dressed in a black dress and accompanied by a very nice smile and warm inviting face. She begged me to come in and have some freshly made lemonade, her way of thanking me for helping her kid. I was reluctant, but I caved in. She seemed so nice. As I was climbing the steps to the door, I heard loud barking behind me. I turned around and saw Snoop standing in the street. He almost never barked. It was strange because my fence was at least four feet tall and my dog could never jump over it. Then I saw that his belly was bleeding, all scraped from what I figured was him jumping over the fence all I thought was too high for him. As I started walking towards him, the kid grabbed my hand. He asked me to come in, followed by his mom who was now basically begging me to come in and try a fresh lemonade. Once again, I chose my buddy over strangers, so I apologized, let go of the kid's hand and walked my hurt buddy home as the door slammed behind us. Snoop was so happy, even though he was hurt. Just recently, Snoop passed away yesterday evening. He died on my lap while I was gently scratching him behind his right ear, his favorite. I didn't want to cry while he was taking his last breaths because I wanted to be strong for him, to show him that it was okay to let go. Once his belly stopped moving and I knew he left me, I broke down. I cried harder than when my grandpa died, harder than I ever did in my life really. I knew that this day was coming. I just wasn't ready for it. Almost 31 years, man. I buried Snoop in my yard last night. Some people may find that strange, but he was my best friend. 
indescribably big part of my life and I couldn't just give him away to be buried or cremated who knows where. I had trouble sleeping last night. I was tossing and turning for hours and when the clock hit 4am I knew sleep wasn't going to come. All I could think about was my best friend now laying in the cold ground in front of my house. Almost as if to check on him one more time to see if he somehow miraculously woke up and was waiting for me. I got up to look at his final resting place. When I walked up to my second floor window, all of the sadness and heartbreak I felt at that moment got instantly replaced with horrifying wave of dread that struck my body. On his grave, right in my yard, stood some 12 or 13 people. They were all looking up straight at me. You never expect to see someone standing in your front yard in the middle of the night especially not 13 people, all dressed in black. And then, another shock hit me. I recognized him. One by one, I knew them all. It took me a bit, but I did. I swear to you, I did know them. The kid on a bike and his mom. The child from the forest with her parents. The girl I stopped to help on the side of the road. Some other people from different one-time situations from my past but the one that nearly paralyzed me right there was the man the same man who tried to make me get into his van almost 20 years ago he didn't look a second older than how I remembered him everyone else there I met in the US the man though the man I met as a kid in Montenegro 5,000 miles away and he was standing in my yard looking at me He then yelled at me to come on out. Everyone else started motioning for me to come down. The kid and his mom smiling. The broken car girl combing her hair and sending kisses. The camping family waving. They all wore the same clothes I remembered them wearing in the past. I pulled, nearly tore actually, the drapes closed and dialed 911. Seven or so minutes of dreadful silence later, police cars showed up. They didn't see anyone in the yard, but promised to keep looking around the neighborhood. I told them to go to the lady down the street's house, and they said they would. I haven't heard anything from them yet, and it's 11 a.m. I could see lots of footprints in the grass of my yard, so this definitely isn't some grief-caused hallucination. What do you guys think of all this? I'm not some sort of oblivious idiot, am I? I fully recognize the absurdity of this. I just have zero ideas on what's happening. The bizarre situation is now consuming my mind as I sit here thinking what to do next. I think I'll call my parents now. (sighs) I wish I had my buddy next to me, man.